Mm, we got a car full today. Are you ready? It's loaded down. Oh my goodness. It's time for another episode of Who's Driving? Welcome to Who's Driving. I'm Wesley Turner. And I'm Stephen Merck. We're two best friends and entrepreneurs. Who's Driving is an entertaining look into the behind the scenes of our lives, friendship, and business. These are the stories we share and topics we discuss as two best friends would on a long road trip. Along the way, we'll check in with friends and offer a wide range of Informative topics centered around running small businesses, social media, and all things home and garden. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You never know who's driving or where we're headed. All we know is it's always a fun ride. And on this week's episode, we have Dylan in the car with us today. Hey, hey, backseat driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dylan is Stephen's love. And people have been asking us to have Dylan on forever. Mm-hmm. Lots of questions they have. <laughs> I don't want them answered. <laughs> I should have written down all all I, the questions. I think we should just change the name of this podcast to Let's Humiliate Stephen. Well, that's like our tagline. Yeah, definitely. Oh, good. It's okay. Take yeah. a little bit. Who's who's running over Stephen today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Run over him, back over him, spin a tire on him, embarrass him. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I think the number one question I get about the two of you is, when's the wedding? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, do y'all have any... Is there anything you want to tell us here first? Um, We... We do not have a date set. Do we, we have a year set? We don't even have a year, but we've got it down to that it's going to be, a, what is the word I'm looking for? A, a destination, destination wedding. Mm-hmm. And it's the guests are going to be Me. you and Daniel. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it. we're going to do it on a vacation, on one of our annual vacations. Oh. And it, it'll be either... Probably either in Hawaii or Italy or somewhere. Okay. So that's why when I bring up going to Hawaii, you're like, no, let's not go there. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's not true. And I don't know when it'll be. Like, whenever we do it, we'll say, okay, this year we're going to do. Yeah. So for the longest time when y'all first met, you said y'all had to wait till 10 years, which is what Daniel and I did. Daniel Mm -hmm. and I had literally been together for 10 years Mm -hmm. before we got married. I mean, Mm -hmm. before that, just like y'all, I I mean, we considered ourselves married. Yeah. And we do too. And it's fine. He, yeah. But Listen. y'all are how how many years in are y'all? Oh, going on five. We're on. Mm-hmm. We're working on. So next halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, y'all started dating in like September, August. No, August. August. it was August. August. So we just you we just, just hit, hit four. Five. Yeah, we are just you, hit four years. So we're working work, on. You're year entering five. in year five. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <sighs> but this one, I have to say, mm-hmm. I have to give credit where credit is due. The first one lasted 12 years, and this one has been way better. The first four years have been way better than the first four. Okay, but well, let's put Dylan in the hot seat and ask him burning questions about ask you. Him. How, how do you tolerate living with him? Well, we mix very well together. Stephen is eclectic, eccentric, I guess you could say. OCD. OCD, and very... I don't want to say crazy, but (laughs) (laughs) he's just a little all over the place, very energetic, and I'm more patient. So we balance each other out very well. Y'all do. I have to say, as an outsider, y'all do balance out each other very well. Yeah. It's because you're much younger. If if For the listeners who don't know, (laughs) there's also a little bit of an age gap of like... 20 years. 20 years? Yes. Yeah. Um... But you fit right in. It doesn't feel that way. And when we got together, like our first, I'll never forget our first day we hung out. um, He tried to get me to come to dinner and I was like, no, we need to meet first. And um, I was like, I don't go over to people's houses the first night I'm talking to them. Yeah. And And I was like, well, I played it off. I was like, well, I'm busy. I have plans. And and like, I did not have plans at all. And like four hours later, he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. I'm bored. And he's like, I thought you had plans. (laughs) I was like, well, they fell through. And he's like, you still come over. So I did. And we literally just talked for like hours. Right. Like hours. And it was like midnight. And I finally left. And it just felt so easy. And I I had never dated anybody young. 
I know. Well, I have to say, you told me like the next day or after a couple of days of y'all hanging out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was, he's like, there's just something different about him. I really like him or whatever. And he's so nice. Okay. First of all, Stephen has this (laughs) thing. Let me, this is a side story. This is one of my things that Stephen does that drives me crazy. If he meets someone and talks to them for like five minutes, he'll walk away and be like, they're the nicest person. And I'm like, no, like, no. They may be, but you don't immediately but I, get to start saying this you person. you have to admit, I uh-huh. do have a good read of people. Usually. I do. Yeah. So I can remember him saying, oh, he's so nice and this and that and that sort of thing. And I was like, but how old is he? <laughs> <laughs> but I run. I, the good thing about me is I will, if it's not right, I will run you off. Yeah, like I don't really quickly. Mm-hmm. That came with age. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I you're you annoy me. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, my family and Dylan's family, like everybody. I don't know a person in either of our lives that say we aren't great together. Yeah, y'all are really great together. But he I just does. don't know how he lives in the house with you. Because he's, he's I mean, like me I in a lot you. of ways. Yeah, I love you. Like, you're my best friend, but I couldn't live in the house with you. You could. No. It's very easy. Like, everything has a place. You put it back when you're done with it. Mm-hmm. And as long you're as you do that, there's me. no problems. Yeah. You could live with me. Yeah, I probably could. But I mean, the sitting sure. down to pee took some getting used to. Right. That's but. just in, We have three bathrooms. That's just, just one. <laughs> Let it be known, I use the office bathroom a lot because I don't he like does. to sit down. But you're... Oh, that's the, the off, that's my, in a previous episode. Yeah, my that. office is located next to the master suite, and it is... The office has a walk-in closet and a bathroom. Like, it's that one yeah. side. So, Dylan's closet, walk-in closet, is in the the office. Yeah. And then the bathroom's right beside it. So, it's kind of like having his and his. They're really connected. I mean... It's really It may sleep. sound like it's two separate rooms, but it's... Yeah, it's right kind of just right on the yeah. same side. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, you hang in. There. I'm delightful. Trying, girl. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm delightful. You're delightful, like sixty percent of the time. <laughs> he has his moments. Yeah. Don't we all though? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a question for you all. I was thinking about. I saw this somewhere, but anyway, what is something that's like super commonplace? that or very popular that you have never done or tried like it can be a thing a food or whatever and i'll go first so for me one thing that i have never had and it grosses me out so i'm not i don't plan on trying it but i've never eaten ramen noodles what and that blows my mind because in college that's I ate a lot of ramen. Uh, a lot of like when I was in the dorm room, you know, in the dorm, like a lot of people in the dorm, friends and stuff, they would eat ramen noodles all the time. Oh, crunching it up or either it would come in those cups. And then it just looks like pea water. What did you eat? And it's actually really good. It's like on the top five of the worst foods to eat because of the sodium content. Uh-huh. But it's quite tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm. We but got a ramen at very, home. It's very, very, very bad because of sodium. Yeah, I you don't can know what I made. There's mm. a whole that you can Google like ramen recipes. Yeah, like there's like I just watched a video last night on making ramen. Take ramen noodles and make lasagna. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> it's good. You should try it. There's but, even a company I saw. I don't know. It's just one of those videos that popped up and they made like a organic alternative to it. And Mm -hmm. the sodium is like less than half. I need to order some to try it. But is all ramen like in just basically like water broth? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. and it depends on how you do your, you can make it less soupy. Mm -hmm. You can put, take water out and make it more just like pasta. Yeah. Like noodles. There's ramen restaurants that just sell that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fancy ramen. Mm-hmm. Well, mine oh is, all right, what is yours? first of all, I have to say, I don't like fish. Yeah. The only fish I eat is the filet of fish from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that either. That is an amazing thing, you know, mm-hmm. isn't it? You it know what I've... Cheese. Yeah. 
I've never had filet of fish, and I've never had the um, what was the barbecue the McRib McRib. <gasps> never had that either. Oh, that's but you know the McRib too. goes back to I, messy being messy, and mm-hmm. which we talked about in a previous episode. And drip, I ain't eating that. That's great. See, I will not go to McDonald's and order a McRib. That's one thing I will not do because it's so messy. Like when I ate McRibs, mm-hmm. I made them so they weren't as messy. nasty. Yeah, that's gross. All right. So what was your, I could cut you off. Or got sushi. Track. I've never eaten sushi. <gasps> You've never eaten sushi? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't plan on it. I have been on a sushi kick. When we were in Florida, I like the vegetable sushi. I don't like raw sushi. Like you don't eat the fish. No. I would. I might would eat the vegetable, so like, like the cucumber mm, with avocado or something. I would like try that. that. Mm, but is. here's what worries me: Does it have a hint of Mm-mm. a fishiness no. since it's prepared with that? No, it doesn't. Because no I don't like fish either. Like yeah, yeah, no, I don't like a lot of fish, and I don't like crab or anything like that. Mm-mm. Nope. See, I like a, just a normal California roll, mm-hmm. plain Jane. I like that. So I'd probably like the the veggie roll. Yeah, the veggie roll is really good. But you've never even tried it? Mm-mm. And you know, Hawaii, I've been to Hawaii many, many, many times, and that's like the yeah. sushi capital. We're and all going for sushi one night. I will in walk Hawaii. you through it. No, in Greenville. There's we'll, good places around here. Yeah, we will walk you through it. Okay. You don't have to eat any with fish. Oh, I'll take a protein drink just as a backup <laughs> and pull out him and his protein drinks and uh-huh. peanuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Do you have something very commonplace? That- well, I'm about to blow y'all's mind because oh. Stephen and McDonald's, but I have never had a Big Mac. <gasps> ever. What? That is sin. <laughs> it's something about the sauce. I don't know. Like. Thousand Island. I just don't. Just you know, get out. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Get out. And I don't think I've had a McRib either. Yeah. The Big Mac is so good. That's crazy. I mean, I guess it's no crazier than me not having ramen, but you've never but had But that's a Big like an American icon. Well, I would get a quarter pounder. Yeah. But something about the salsas just threw me off. And I turned Wesley on, too, because he was complaining one day about McDonald's not having a veggie burger. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, something really good, because I've never been a big meat eater before I went vegetarian. I said, well, get a Big Mac, no meat. It's excellent. It is excellent. If you're a vegetarian and on the road and looking for something... Uh-huh. Get a Big Mac, no meat. Because you still get the bun, you get cheese, you get lettuce, you get the sauce. I mean, it's Pickles, just like, onions. Yeah. It's on a salad bun. Yeah. It's like a little salad. Salad on a bun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost healthy. It's really, really <laughs> almost, good. Almost healthy. All right. Well, I have another question for you. And I actually saw this on TikTok. And I do this, like someone had posted this. I'm going to kind of read what they had posted. I do this, and I want to know if you both do this as well as well but her post was saying realizing not everyone plans out what bite of food they'll finish eating on so that they don't feel disappointed by eating their meal on the wrong flavor like okay. do you no, plan- we both plan out what mm-hmm. we're our last bite I of everything yep. yes of everything yeah I, I definitely do. If there's something more flavorful and something more bland, I'm going to end mm-hmm. on the most flavorful mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Especially desserts. You got to end oh, like yes. a piece of cake. You got to end on the one that's it's the perfect. Most moist. Bland. Right. Moist. Yes. Or like and, if you're having pie, you can't end on the crusty end part. Like you got to eat. For me. I, I eat it in reverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to eat the most crust and then finish on the like Unless creamy the part. crust is really really yes. good if the crust is good like that strawberry one i finish on the crust because mm-hmm, it's really good so we all three mm-hmm. you know I'm that's because Daniel. we love food yeah but i'm not even that big of a food eater but i just don't want to leave off on like this weird taste or something daniel just is doesn't leave any like he's just like <laughs> everything's like drenched in sauce yeah <laughs> daniel daniel's heritage he has to be he has to have french in him somewhere because you know they're heavy sauce people i don't know he is saucy i thought all the way around <laughs> i thought that i thought that i like sauces but he will he will empty a bottle yeah 
He will. Loves sauce. He loves the sauce. But that's just so funny because when she, I'd never thought about that mm-hmm. I'd do that until I saw it on TikTok and read that. Well, we've talked about it. That's you, funny. You two yeah. have talked about uh-huh. it. And I was like, oh, does everyone not do that? Because like, I've eaten his bite that he was going to save and he's had oh, a complete come apart. I could that, see that is my biggest pet peeve. Right? Even in like, ice cream, he's like, I was, I was gonna saving say, that. I do it with ice cream <laughs> too. I do too. That I don't know what it is, the creamy. You save mm-hmm. that caramel dollop in that corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he just, goes right for it. And I'm like, you have your own, or we can afford to get your own, but you <laughs> right, want mine. Right? That is my biggest that's pet been peeve, a, probably. That's been a big dieting plan for me, Uh huh. is not getting dessert and just eating take a bite of his. Yeah, but then you get the best bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. He but goes I've right met, for the I middle. have sacrificed. Asshole. That's, <laughs> that's an asshole move right there. I don't there. know why it irritates me, but it just oh, he gets, me. Oh, it would, he gets so mad. Yeah. I would it's get mad. food. Mm-hmm. But I'm see, like, what, I would, what I would do, if because Daniel's been dieting more than I have. I mean, I've been watching what I eat, but like I'll go get, we'll do the same thing or maybe split a dessert. But I'll let Daniel like get what you want and then it's mine, and then I get to decide what my last bite is going to be. Because if I'm already eating it and eyeing this is going to be my last bite, and then he came in and Mm -hmm. got it, then that would irritate me. That's funny that that's a thing. Yeah. That is, I, th- I thought everybody did that, but some people. I know don't. you're going to have to. Okay, our hotline number is eight six four nine eight two five zero two nine. Text us or call us. Um, the number's also in the show notes below. But text us or call us and let us know. Do you plan out your last bite or no? I've done that as a kid since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. I can't tarts. wait to ask Daniel because he's more. I don't think I, he. Does. I don't think he does. I don't think he mm-hmm. does. I think he just. He eats. He's a fast eater. Yeah. And well, with all the sauce, all the bites are good. Yeah. Yeah. And he doctors his food up. Yeah. And it and just, every, he, like you said, every bite's. The and he's like, <laughs> fast. he's like, I'm making and sure he, this is good. Yeah. He's a very fast eater and we're slower eaters. Yeah. So I think he doesn't think about it. And I'm also very bad, but maybe that goes back to not leaving the right last bite. Like I will leave the last bite on the um on the plate. Daniel's like, why do you always leave one bite on the plate? I'm like, it's probably the one I didn't want or something. And it's the and that's a good diet. They diet. say that's okay. a good dieting technique. Yeah, always me. leave one bite of whatever, whatever you're eating. Yeah. I can't do that, but um I can. Unless it's dessert. <laughs> Everything else I do. I'm pretty good about like um if I get full, I just stop eating. I think if you, if you don't really plan good. that out in your mind, you're a serial killer. Oh really? I, did, I just came up with that. Okay. <laughs> so today we also wanted to get our friend Amanda on the line. So we're going to call and see if she'll answer. So our friend Amanda, if you've been watching our live sales at the Nested Fig, she's been joining us or doing live sales remotely for us um, inside the Nested Fig app, which by the way, if you're new here, maybe you just stumbled up on us and don't know, we own a company called the Nested Fig. We have two retail stores locally here in Greenville, South Carolina. One is a garden shop, garden boutique. One's a furniture home decor store. But we also have an amazing online store called the Nested Fig, and we ship all across the country. And and uh, we have an app. All you have to do is search The Nested Fig in your app store for your phone or tablet. And you can download it there. It's free to download. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. But we do live sales in The Nested Fig app if you haven't um, ever checked that out. Where we're, Stephen and I are showing you mm-hmm. things live and in person. And now Amanda. And now Amanda. So we're gonna, she's phenomenal. Yeah. She's amazing and she's gorgeous and she's so cute. You just want to be her friend. Right. So this is so funny. So I'll give you the whole premise of it. She was abducted. Right. Evidently. She was, I didn't know this. Yeah. So all I know is she's going to tell the story. Of Wait, when really? she would yeah. Seriously? She called in on our hotline yes. as our friend. So I mean, she, she just, shared it. So yeah. we. she opened the door up for discussion. So she was abducted, and we're going to hear about this abduction. But we don't know any of the details. We don't know any about the story. Yeah. We said, don't oh tell gosh. us anything, but we're going to call you and we yeah, want to know. But I got to hear this. I know. Let's get the deets. Okay. I got Amanda on the phone. She is here. I cannot wait to hear the story. Hey, girl. 
How are you? Hey, guys. How are y'all? Good, good. So Stephen and I were laughing because you called in on our actual podcast hotline and said, I have a story to tell y'all about getting abducted. And the funny thing is that goofball Amanda told me just like offhanded, oh, yeah, I called in to your hotline. Yeah. And she didn't say anything else. And I was like, we were busy. So I was like, I didn't even. I think I might have just said, yeah, we were talking business. And I think I might have just said, oh, by the way, I called into the hotline and um, about the time I was kidnapped and my kidnapper brought me back. (laughs) (laughs) My mom always said And you said, you said, you know what you said to me? Oh, okay. I can't wait for that. Which vacuum cleaner should I buy? (laughs) Uh, that yes, yes, because I was under the pressure. Yes, we were in Target yes, buying were, the vacuum cleaner. Yes, That's why I let it slip. Okay. Oh my yes. gosh, she was not helpful either. That's one reason I, I bought a car instead of a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it was I actually had two against one. I had Dylan <laughs> and Amanda against me. Yeah, because so. you ended put good one out. It we actually. I love it. Mm, the so. other one was 30 years old, honey. Yeah, that dirt devil. Had, I had saved enough money that I paying 700 for a Dyson was not that big of a deal. <laughs> I got the money's worth out of that old dirt devil. Yeah, you got the money's worth out of your old one. So tell us the story from start to finish. I don't want you to leave anything out because yes. this sounds so good. Okay, so um, I had went to visit one of my best friends. She was a freshman at the University of West Georgia, um, and we were fresh out of school. We were probably, so we were probably 18 or 19. So I went to visit her for the weekend. I had never been to West Georgia. It was the first time for me seeing like her dorm. It was like these apartment dorm type things, and she had two other roommates. So I get there and I want to say, no, I must have went to her apartment first yet because one of her roommates drove us. So I had just met the other girls that we were with and I only knew my one friend there. Um, The rest of the people had never met before. So we went to a local Mexican restaurant that's known for serving to minors. Mm -hmm. So we went there and um, consumed a lot of alcohol. Lots of pictures of margaritas there. <laughs> so this also mm-hmm. plays into your mm-hmm. drunkenness mm-hmm. experience. Underage, I might yes. add. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is what I, I called in on the podcast about drunken stories. And I was yeah. like, I know I have drunken stories. And then I'm like, hmm, does the kidnapping one go in the drunken stories? Or should I save that for, for a different <laughs> For when for they talk about kidnapping. <laughs> Yeah, or should I save that? Yeah, I'm like, or should I save it for tra- Yeah, are people going to freak out on the drunkenness? Or should I save that for something else? So I thought about it, but I was like, no, we'll just, we'll just do it now. So we went to the Mexican restaurant. And then we, from the Mexican restaurant, we went to, I don't even know what the place is called. I don't even remember what the place is called, but it was like a college bar. Um, so it gets hazy right around that time. <laughs> I don't really, I know that I, um, I wasn't feeling it too much. I started feeling really bad. Like pl- the room started to spin, just got a little hot and Ooh. I had had enough. Ooh. So I was going to go to the car. Um, so. I get my friend's roommate's keys and I go to sit in her car and it was like a red Ford Fusion. I'll never forget the car because I got kidnapped in it. So I'll never forget that car. (laughs) So I came out and I went to lay in the passenger seat and I, I remember locking the doors because I remember thinking, Hey, gotta be safe. Gotta lock the doors. Mm -hmm. And I laid my seat back and was laying down. Well, apparently I must've opened the door to throw up and it didn't latch. So the door was locked, but not latched. Uh. So the next thing I know, I wake up to the car moving and somebody driving the car. That (sighs) I hadn't, I've never met this guy before. Oh my gosh. So I, kind of panicked like who are you where's where's my friend I, I named her name where's my friend um and he was like oh yeah we're going back to her apartment that's where I'm taking you back I'm just taking you back for her like okay so I'm thinking okay well this is weird but I'm just ready to get back to her apartment so we are going I noticed my cell phone was in his lap mm. 
So I couldn't get my cell phone. So that was a little, a little panicky, but we get there and all the dorm apartments look the same. How old was this I'm still, I have no idea, but in college too. Okay. So college. I I don't know how old he is. College. I I didn't know him. Yeah. I just woke up. Yeah. I I didn't know him. I still don't know him. So (laughs) I, um, (laughs) so we get there and the apartments look the same. So he's just telling me, yeah, we're going back to, we're going back to Lauren's house. We're going back to Lauren's house. So I'm thinking, you know, one of her roommate's friends taking me back. So I get in the elevator, everything. We go to walk in. And as soon as we walk in the door, I realize this is not Lauren's apartment. And it was, uh, it was at that moment where I freaked out like nothing you've ever seen, like on a crazy TV show. It was at this point, like a show and talk about sobering up. It was like in that moment, I was like, oh shit. Uh Oh Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Did, was he trying to like hook up with you? Like at that point? He wasn't. No, I think he was in shock that like, oh shit, what did I do? Cause I freaked out. And then I think he started freaking out. Um, and I literally acted like a psychotic person. I was even waving my arms around, like standing, waving my arms around. So he couldn't get near me screaming, just acting crazy. And I was like, take me back right now. So stupid me gets back in the car with him. Oh my my gosh. You were drunk for sure. (laughs) The car with me. He still had my cell phone. And we go back, and the whole time I'm just like freaking out in the car. And so he stole someone's car too. Yes, he stole someone's car. And you. So in the meantime, my cell phone starts going off like crazy. And it is my, it's my friend. And she was pissed. She was like, you stole my roommate's car and you're driving drunk. Like, what is wrong with you? I was like, no, I did it. Someone kidnapped me. And she's like, Amanda. <laughs> Like, you haven't been kidnapped. And I was like, I swear to God. So then she believes me. So when we pull up security, they had already got security up to the front because, and and this girl's like reporting her car stolen. Um, So they already had security up there and we just get there and the guy just jumps out of the car and takes off. And security for like the little bar thing was up there, but the cops weren't there yet. So like they didn't really do anything, but um. We did file a police report. I think the friend, because they were like, yeah, you can even file a police report that he stole your car. I was like, what about me? He stole me. He took me. (laughs) They asked me if I wanted to press charges or anything. And um, like the next day, I was like, no, it's fine. Um, I don't think he like had, I think he freaked out when I freaked out. Yeah. I don't know if he thought that was my car or what, but it dawned on him on the way back that he had stole a car. He had kidnapped someone. And I don't think it was like, I don't think he had like that mean mentality. So I think you're he lucky too. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. lucky. Yes, I am. But you know how when you're little and your mom's like, oh, if someone gets you, they'll bring you back. Uh-huh. Like, did your mom ever say that? Yeah, oh, when you yeah. Were growing yes. up? Like, oh, yeah. Like, don't don't go too far away from me in a store because someone will get you. And they're like, but they would bring you back. So I literally tell everybody. Yeah, You're a kidnapper. Kidnapped, and they <laughs> did bring me back. <laughs> that is Gosh. crazy. You didn't try to fight him. See, I would have gone crazier. I just have I a. I did go crazy. I have a question though. Was, was, like, he was he hot? Was he hot? Yeah. Was he hot? No, he wasn't my type. Oh, but was he hot? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't. But yeah, I think that he had to have been watching me inside though to watch Ooh, me go out. Creepy. That is yes. so creepy. Oh my. Yeah, so it was creepy, and it definitely, definitely, ever since then, I've been so aware of my surroundings, and then I have a younger sister that's eight years younger than me, so I'm like, you have got to be so careful, you cannot just get blackout drunk in public right. and mm-hmm. not know where you are, somebody will get you. Absolutely. And they might not bring you back. That yeah. is so I got I got super lucky. It could have been way different. That's why I'm like, mm, it's funny, but it's not. 
Yeah. But it's crazy. Most people can't say that they've been kidnapped. No, luckily. Yeah, luckily Mm-mm. most people can't say <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> that is- yeah, and it ended good. It could have ended a lot worse. But I think that he was terrified, too. I think we both learned very valuable lessons that night. <laughs> Don't you wish you know, knew who it was, like, now? Like, who was that? Yeah. Just to and know. And I want to know, like, yeah, what was going through his mind, too. Like, yeah. Were your friends mad at you, or did they believe you, like? Oh, no. Once that we got back, like, my friend was hit on the way there. Like, she was blowing up the phone. She was, like, cussing me out on the phone. And um, when we got there, though, and they saw him run, they felt really bad for me. They yeah. were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry we got mad at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, they noticed I was gone, and I guess they freaked out. And the roommate was freaking out because she was like, where's my car? Yeah. Well, and I would have thought you had like, taken off. I yeah, I would have thought, oh, uh-huh, Amanda's drunk, and she's, she's going to wreck my car. car. Right. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, I was. I guess I was laying back, and I remember locking the door, but I guess I got sick or something, and it didn't latch close. That's scary. Well, while we have you on the phone, I have a couple of (laughs) questions we already talked about in the podcast, but we want to ask them to you. So is there something, this is the first question, something very commonplace or very popular, but you've never done or tried? So mine was, I've never tried ramen noodles ever. Really? Stevens was, he's never tried sushi. And it doesn't have to be food related, but all of ours did end up being. Yeah. Related, I guess. Okay, y'all are gonna laugh at me, but I've never smoked pot. Never smoked pot. You've never even tried it. Smoked pot. Never even tried. Wesley tried it when he on his thirtieth birthday at my my older house. Yes. For the first time at my house on my front porch on his 30th birthday, and I took a photo and sent it to his mother just because I thought <laughs> she might want that for his baby book or something. Oh, my God. It that was, is so <laughs> It was one of those. But I'm not the only one that made it to adulthood without you know I, what? smoking. I, I didn't I smoke I it. I didn't smoke until I was 23. Um, so speaking of that, yeah, and I'm just, if you're listening, it's not a common thing, but you know, Stephen made me try, convinced mm-hmm. me, my best friend, mm-hmm. you know, convinced and me. You're, you're glad you tried it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was bad fun. influence. And then now, you know, it's legal in places. Like <laughs> yeah. when we went to, Daniel and I like to Colorado, we had like a gummy, like something like that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not a big deal. Um, but if it's speaking, safe now, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, everything's laced. Now I everything to kill you yeah but yeah. speaking of that another thing that i've never done i've never ever smoked a cigarette not even one puff i have of but i didn't like it i've tried to smoke a cigarette before and i'm just not good at it Mm-mm. so it's um, not for I me i never took it up I, no and now it just it grows i really it does gross me out right yeah me too Sorry, but like smell, but yeah yeah that's true. So I never, never done that. Okay. The second question is: You do need to eat some of those noodles, though. Like you need to. Eat aren't noodles. they? I told you they're good. And he's never yeah. eaten a McRib or a fillet of fish from McDonald's. And Dylan's oh God, never had a Big Mac. My favorite. M- mine too. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Dylan. Was Dylan saying. and I are done. We're over. When he, <laughs> I'm going to get a Big Mac like right that. now. <laughs> <laughs> I, su- I suggest you run up to that Moonville McDonald's now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The other question that we were, or thing we were talking about, and I saw this on TikTok. Someone had posted this. So what they had posted was realizing this was their quote. Their quote, realizing not everyone plans out what bite of food they'll finish eating on so that they don't feel disappointed by ending their meal on the wrong flavor. So do you, when you're eating, plan out like, oh, I'm saving that, you know, that corner for last? Okay. I think I only do this with like nachos. I really because uh, you've got to plan out how how much chips you have versus the toppings. You don't want to end up with yeah nachos is a definite yeah you don't want to end up with just chips Uh -uh. and you don't want to end up with just that one like piece of something like you want to end on a cheesy saucy just Mm -hmm. piece and you don't want you have to be careful yeah you don't want just a bunch of gunk left either Either. you want to enjoy that gunk right 
That's true. That is a good one. So definitely with nachos. But other than nachos, I don't really think maybe maybe like a cheesecake or something with a crust on it. Because you know, Uh, that's what we said. Yeah, that's what I said. Perfect. You did? Yeah, yeah, I said because you don't want to end up with too much crust left over, but you you know you gotta right. you gotta plan it out, especially like with crust. Yeah. You don't want it to be dry, you know. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. well, let me just go ahead and eat the crust, yeah. the dry pieces, and then get onto the like creamy good pieces or whatever. Yeah, I like to get a little bit of crust and like move it to the front of the cheesecake so that I get a good balance right. of cheesecake and crust. Yeah, yeah. Right. So nachos and cheesecake. Yeah, you got to think about what you're eating. Mm-hmm. That For is sure. too funny. So a lot of people they plan out, <laughs> but then you don't plan out on other things. So I think I do it on everything. No. Yeah, me too. You do? Yeah, mm-hmm. on you every do. on every meal. Mm-mm. I do on everything. I don't, but I get busy and I literally forget to eat. So yeah, <laughs> just because I'm like super busy. Um, yeah. So sometimes eating is like a chore. Right. I agree with that sometimes. Like I don't really. I usually only really eat dinner. Like I get up in the morning, have coffee, and then I usually don't eat until dinner. I might have some oh, chips I, or something. That's a bad. Yeah, and I'm the same. I way. have noticed. I have been getting up in the middle of the night or right before I go to bed, and I'll wake up and there'll be like cookie wrappers beside my bed, like mm. a pack of chips, and I'm like, "Am I nighttime eating?" Mm-hmm. You are. I don't remember. Mm. It happens. I am. So during the day, it's like, I guess I just get busy and don't eat. And then at night, I just start eating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us today. We already mentioned that you're doing live sales for us inside the Nested Fig app. So if you want to see more of Amanda, then make sure you have the Nested Fig app where you can watch us and her. She's lots of fun. Yes. And And don't judge me off of that. That was, that was. Many years ago, right? Oh, girl, the stuff we've told about us, you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're good. A completely different person now. You're good. Yeah, that was fun, guys. Thank so you. I'll see you guys next week. Yes. Uh, thank you. Bye. bye. Yeah, bye, y'all. So, I have a little tag, and I don't know if I've ever told you this. Mm-hmm. But this is good. I love when I found uh, find out new things. Well, this is you. funny because it includes one of our stores from years ago. Mm. I wasn't kidnapped, but this was awful. So I was 22. Mm-hmm. Much cuter than I am today. I would imagine. Um, <laughs> that was so rude, but it's, it is so true. I was young and cute, mm-hmm. and I was at Clemson, but we had bought our house off of Augusta. Mm-hmm. You and your ex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is three years older than me. So he was already, I was still at Clemson. He was already working and mm-hmm. he was out with clients. So I was studying for exams mm-hmm. home alone. And like most of the house was dark because I was sitting like in the den. Just, in the dark, like yeah. you do still to this yeah. day. <laughs> and, but then I got the munchies and I was getting tired. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I'm going to run up to the convenience store where our garden store is now. Oh, yeah. And get me a, a Coke. Because it was a convenience yeah, store. Yeah, get yep. me a Diet Coke and whatever, some snacks. So it's still your age there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so I get in the car and my car tag, which I still have on my car, is the Clemson T-Tag. Mm-hmm. And I had on Clemson, whatever. I mean, I was at Clemson. So I had on Clemson clothes and my car tag was Clemson. Well, I go in there and, you know, all the alcoholics and creepers of Augusta Road went there for their (laughs) alcohol. um, I mean, we all did. Yeah. You know, your cigarettes and beer. So I went in and I was in line waiting to pay for my stuff. Stone stone called sober, you know, Mm -hmm. because I was studying and kind of in that brain fog, I guess, of studying. And there's this man standing there and he saw my Clemson, whatever I was wearing. And he's like, oh, you go to Clemson? And I was like, yeah, I do. I'm getting ready to graduate, doing exams now, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, oh, you live here in Greenville? And I was like, yeah, I just moved to Greenville, just bought a house around the corner. I think that's what I said. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of generic. Yeah. But he seemed like... Joe Blow, just your average normal, just yeah, yeah. Augusta Roadie. And um, so he kept chit chatting, but nothing 
weird, like nothing that made me weird. Well, I get in the car and I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I had a little sports car, so I really, you couldn't see that well mm-hmm. out. And I pull in the driveway. And if you remember correctly, it's very dark. Right. There. Mm-hmm. And I get, as I'm, Part my car, I look and there's a car pulling in the driveway behind me, <gasps> and I see car lights. He followed okay. you, and he I followed yes, you home. and I didn't know. But did he? Was he flirting with you? Yes, mm, and I didn't know some of that. And I, but at the time, <laughs> I saw the headlights, so I thought my ex was getting home, and yeah. I was like, "That's not his car." Yeah. And I was like, it still did not click. Yeah. And I get out of the car because I'm like, who is pulling in my driveway? Right. And and that guy rolls down the window and he was like, hey, so you, do you have company or do you want company? Nope. And oh, I, said, I said, there are people here at my house. Well, there was not a car <laughs> to be seen and the house was dark. Yeah. <laughs> and he no, was he not taking no for an answer. Mm. Like he was getting pushy. And I, you know, every flag went up. Yeah. So I, the house that I bought beside me, I had not bought yet, obviously. And it was really grown up and there were, there was a tree limb there. And I picked the tree limb up and beat the side of his car. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> get the F out of here. Yeah. Get you better get out of here. You know, I went crazy. Yeah. And just started beating his car with this tree limb. He left. <laughs> but I was so freaked. I called my ex on the phone. I was like, you Which need was probably to- before cell phones. Or did you have a cell I think I had to pay you had to pay I had him. to dial his page. I had to page him. Yeah. The I had to page him with the home number. Um and then nine one one. Afterwards or something. I remember the number two three five nine five eight five was our phone number. That's and I dialed nine one one. Yeah. And he called me and I was like, I don't care where you are, I don't care who you're with, you better get here. This and he was like I told him what happened. He was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I mean to this day I still wonder who that is. Yeah. Because you know probably he lives someone around. you know mm-hmm. now yeah. after living there. Yeah. Yeah. He but I just thought there. about it when she was telling that. I'm like he could be listening. I hope he is, creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he thought I was just going to say, come on in. Yeah. He, wasn't, like, I would, he obviously wasn't hot enough. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. And I was, you know, I was way too goody-goody for anything like that yeah. back in those days. <laughs> but no, I was like, I would never have done something like that. Yeah. Like that was ballsy. Yeah. To come rolling up to somebody's house like that. Follow you home. Yeah. Well, you have a like the way you talk is so nice and innocent sometimes. Maybe he thought it was an invitation. Yeah. I'm yes. sure you were leading him on. It had to be your fault. No. <laughs> no, no, no. He was like, no. Yeah. Didn't stand a chance. Oh my God. <laughs> He didn't stand a chance after a six pack, so it wasn't gonna. Yeah, wasn't gonna go anywhere. No, no. Oh my goodness gracious! I think now <laughs> I don't have any stories like that. Do you have any stories? Like no, that? not anything unsafe nobody, like that. Nobody wanted to just know you. No, I was too. ugly. No, you are not. Not true. Now I do remember but, someone was years ago. Someone was stealing something out of your truck at the first root store. Oh, my gosh, yes. And you chased him. I did chase him down. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, my gosh, I will never forget that. And I remember we had customers walking in the door. And to this day, I remember exactly who it was and everything. Because our door, our store, we had a front door and a back door. And I parked at the back door, but also customers parked there as well. And... It was a glass door and I saw someone going through my truck. So I go out there and start yelling at this person. Well, there was also this tiny little alleyway that was like boarded up between the two stores Mm -hmm. and he squeezed through there. So I run back through the building. So he's running through the alleyway and I'm running back through the building. And as soon as I bust through the front door, there were two customers trying to come in the door. And I just, I mean... 
Can you imagine walking up and then I just bust through and I'm screaming before I even get the door? Like he had your laptop. Give me my shit back. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was doing. But uh, we had the design table or whatever. So as I ran by, I picked up like scissors or something, like whatever I could at the (laughs) as I did. He dropped my stuff though. Cause mm-hmm. like he, and so like when he got to the front side, he had to knock down the board. It was like a board mm-hmm. so no one would go through there. And he basically just hit it as hard as he could and it came flying down. But I was, I'd already beat him to that point. And so we were face to face and I was like, give me my shit back. And he just <laughs> dropped everything and ran. And I was, <laughs> honey, he was like, she's crazy. I'm yeah. <laughs> and I had those scissors in my hand. <laughs> I was like, but I got my stuff back. So that was good. Yeah. That was really good. Oh my God. I forgot about that. You know, you have to, when you can't afford something. Mm-hmm. And like one time, I think I told, I may have told you this. So when, when I had bought my first McDonald's and I was, you were broke then. That computer but, was a big deal. Right. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah. And so when I bought my first McDonald's, I had, I had gone home. At like maybe 11. Mm-hmm. And the closing manager called me when I got home and said, the drive through register is short $750. And you were like, let me get back in my car. Uh-huh. I said, <laughs> I will be right there. And then when I was on in the car on the way, I called the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've been robbed. Yeah. I need an officer there because whoever stole it is in that building. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, knowing what I know now, like I could have been sued for kidnapping and all kinds of stuff because I got there. Locked with, the door. I locked the door and I said, we ain't, ain't leave. nobody leaving here till I have a resignation in one hand and $750 in the other. Yeah. And I said, I've got all the time in the world because I have nothing else to do. We'll stay here till in the morning. Yeah. And by the end of the night, the officer was brand new. Yeah. And he pulled me outside and he was like, I don't know what to do. I said, I got you. Just, you just follow my. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I'm going to send people out one at a time for you to interview, to scare them. Yeah. And by the end of the night, they really, well, first of all, they already thought I was crazy. Right. By then, everybody knew I was crazy. Right. I had my money. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had a resignation. And I and the kid that did it was a really good kid. Mm-hmm. The le- the last one I would have ex- suspected doing it. Yeah. And it was before like before digital cameras came out. Right. So I didn't have digital cameras then. And I said, How did you do it? Mm-hmm. And his father is a minister here mm-hmm. in Piedmont. Mm-hmm. Very good family. And he's so nice. He he's actually a super nice guy. And I said, "What in the hell were you doing?" Yeah. And he said, "I just wanted to see if I could do it." And I said, "Well, how did you do it?" He took the cash out of the window, climbed out of the drive-through window where you pay, mm-hmm. went around to the drive-through, buried the money in the mulch mm. to get it later. Yeah. And then climbed back in the window so like no one noticed. No one. Yeah, I mean, he was jumped out that quick and buried the money and jumped back in. That is too much. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I fired him, and his dad called me. I mean, it was a whole big thing, and I yeah. told him what happened. So, you know, I owned that store for 10 more years mm-hmm. after that. So he would come in all the time because he was in high school then, and I would he would be in the lobby. So I would tease him. I, he would walk in. I would say, everybody put— Keep your hand on your wallet. <laughs> Watch the drawers. <laughs> and he would get so mad at me. Sometimes he would walk out. He'd go, man, that's not right. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Shouldn't have stolen. Yeah. You had another person steal before, too. Oh, God. Yeah. Honey, it could have been a quarter. And he'd been like, where's my quarter? Uh-huh. That's what, when I bought the other McDonald's. Oh, yeah, they. I called the police that time and begged him to tase them. And <laughs> the, those employees were like, I could hear them talking about me because I just bought that McDonald's. Yeah. And they were like, he's crazy. He will lock you up over a quarter. And I turned around. I was like, you got that right, honey. If it's my quarter, yep. you better not take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, That's- knock on wood, 
in my entire career, I've never had, well, lost to, ever gotten everything back. Back. Mm -hmm. Because they were scared of you. But you have to chase them like he did. You have to stand up for yourself. Right. You can't, if you lay down to that one time, one time, Mm -hmm. they will, you've just. Well, you you know, I had that person stealing at Roots before, before you were part Mm -hmm. owner with the Nested Fig. Mm Mm-hmm. Honey, when I figured it out, I stayed up. I figured it out. And I, was I the have same to way. say, I was she like, is very, very smart. Oh, yeah. Like, but she was doing the crazy thing is when you usually have someone stealing, they kind of have like a pattern or a normal thing. Mm-hmm. She was doing it multiple ways. Like mm-hmm. she was, she was refunding money, like returns back to her own credit card. She was making payments on her credit card. Basically. Yeah. She mm-hmm. would just be like, oh, someone returned this. You know, it looked legit, but she was returning it to her card was one way. Another way was she was loading gift cards. And then when someone would make a purchase, say they made a purchase for $30, she would scan the gift card. Like she would charge them the $30 put on their card. And then she would scan the gift card for $30. And then she would refund instead of to their card, she would refund it back to her card as well. So confusing. Like, I remember you taking me through all that. And I was like, I've never, thankfully. Sometimes what she did, what I found out, this is what got her caught, was actually with Daniel because a customer came in. And no telling how many times she did this. Oh, she'd been doing it. But a customer had come in and bought something, like several things or whatever. And so then Daniel went to that customer's home to plant her stuff. And she was like, oh, can you return this? I didn't use it. Can you return this and just put the refund on my bill that you're going to charge me? And he's like, sure. So he went to return it, but it wasn't on her receipt. So what the cashier was doing was ringing her up for a certain, like, certain amount of items and adding an extra item on. Then she was charging that amount and then she would remove that item off of there and then she would take the cash for the difference. And then at the end of the day, if the drawer would like credit card said they were supposed to be X amount and cash was supposed to be X amount, it balanced. She would say, oh, I hit the, I hit cash instead of card. They changed their mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I cashed it out too quick. But that was but hard it to ba- catch. But it balanced. So you didn't think anything about it. But really she had overcharged the customer and then. And robbed you. And robbed me and. Yeah. She was doing it all different ways. Well, and I knew at one McDonald's, you know, just being in it 30 years, I was mm-hmm. like, this McDonald's like is running like transactions were like up like 18%. Yeah. Like for the month. And then sales would be up like eight and a half percent. And I'm like, this math, doesn't make sense. The math isn't mathing. Here. No, because my sales, because my I always drove my average check higher. My sales, but sales were always a higher percentage than transactions up. Right. So it should have been reversed. Mm-hmm. So, so you know someone's knew, ringing up extra. I knew something was wrong. So then I started looking at drawer openings because you know computer systems they track every time yeah, that drawer the drawer opens it is a manual uh-huh, or a no uh-huh. sale or so whatever. i started looking at all of that and i was like okay they're opening the drawer and i'm like steven you got this like you know this so i went and did office work in the lobby mm-hmm. for hours and days yeah i was like it is in front of you steven right like, that's the conversation i was like steven it is you know it's happening and it's happening, like, you got to see this. Right. And so I would just sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed a customer coming in. I mean, I remember I remember the order. <laughs> and the manager was keeping a drawer on the, regist- on the front, which was fine to have a management drawer there because I didn't want them using crew mm-hmm. drawers. But I was like, why is she always going to that? And then I watched, and like the customer ordered at that time, it was all 99 cents. The customer ordered a McDouble, a f- small fry, and a small drink. Mm-hmm. So that would have been like $3.16. Right. And so I heard the 
kitchen monitor in the back go, dee, dee, dee. So the, I knew this burger went back. Mm-hmm. And then I heard her say, y'all, I still need that McDouble. And I was like, why is she saying I still need that McDouble? Mm. So I casually got out. up mm-hmm. and walked back like I was getting an ice cream. I don't remember what I did. And I looked. I just looked at the register at the past order. And all that was on there was like a drink. Oh, uh, yeah. So she had taken their money. Right. For the whole thing. So I said, okay, she's building a bank. Mm-hmm. So I went home and I waited till the next not day she was working. And I went in. I just waited till like nine, nine o'clock at night. After it had been a while. It had been a while. You know, a surprise. the end of her shift. The end, and I just walked in and I just went behind the counter. I had my keys and I just started pulling drawers. Mm-hmm. Running reports and pulling cash drawers, and she's like, "Oh, what are what are you doing?" Because I didn't normally do, that. yeah. And I said, "Oh, I just thought I would come and help you count down some drawers." Mm-hmm. Well, I pulled every drawer and even the drive through. Like she was doing it everywhere. everywhere, and it was each one was over like anywhere from one hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars. And she'd been doing that every day. Every shift, five days a week. Mm-hmm. Add that up, mm-hmm. girl. If these people just worked half as hard. Because they try to figure it out. I I know. Well, you know, the one that I caught, and I fired her on Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. which was our busiest day. And I caught her outside, and I was like, Yeah, you made me go with you to be a witness. Yeah, I said, listen here, and called her a name. (laughs) I know what you've been doing. You're going to go in there. You're going to get your stuff. You're not going to say a word, and you're going to leave right now. So she did, because I didn't want to cause a big scene, but I couldn't have her there, because all day long, I was like, oh, I remember got to watch no. her, got to like... Um, this was before you. Yeah, this would have been before you. I probably had another one. Oh, I guess but, you had another one at Roots recently. Um, and so I... Um, fired or whatever. But then I knew from my calculations, I had found just in the last like week and a half, like a few hundred dollars that I printed out. And I'm like, okay, I have actual proof of this. Mm -hmm. So on her final check, I deducted that. Mm -hmm. And she had the balls to call me up and say, why is my check not the full amount? (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) I said, oh, because you paid me back for the money you took last week. What did she say? Oh, I thought it was something like that. Are you, can you believe that? <laughs> that is crazy. That is so well, and crazy. I did the same thing with I did the same thing with that employee. I no. sat her down um in a corner and I had all the paperwork stacked up a lot more than I really had. But I knew yeah. it was there. Yeah. So I just stacked it up, and I was like, well, I called a lot, her a lot of bad names. Because I'd been really, really good to her. Yeah. And I called her bad. <laughs> and I said, you, feel you, you even think about applying for unemployment. I'm going I'm going to the sh- to the sheriff's department. You, mm-hmm. I'll put you under the jail. And she knew I had it. Mm-hmm. I said, you're not getting unemployment. You're not getting anything. Yeah. Or I will put you under the jail. And then she kept trying to apologize. And I'm like, listen, you can lie all you want. Right. You know, and still to this day, well, you know, she's, you know who it is. Yeah. She's been in jail many times. So, and she's had lots of jobs and she was on Augusta Road, not far from us at a business. And I found out she was working there. So I got to be bopping in. I'm like, hey, girl. (laughs) And she's like. No, she still loves me. Yeah. But why wouldn't she? Yeah. I was very good. I gave her lots of money. You didn't prosecute yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you robbing them like you robbed me? And she's like, no, I'm doing right now. I'm doing right. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a shame because she was like, both of those people, the one with you and the one with me were like really, really good employees. Yeah. Like it was so disappointing. Right. That's the worst thing. All right. Well, thank you, Dylan, for joining us this you week on our podcast. We're going to have to have you back because I got some more burning questions for you. Yes, me too. We got on different tracks this week. We'll have you back, though. So. Yeah. 
We oh. gotta embarrass Steven some more. No, oh. no. <laughs> it is time to pull this baby over. Before we pull over and get out, though, I do want to mention Fig Fest. Though we have Fig Fest coming up September 29th and 30th. If we haven't told you about it, or if you haven't heard us tell you about it, you can come visit us here in Greenville, South Carolina. We have details on our website at thenestedfig.com. You can go there and find out all the details and get your ticket. But the real quick rundown is we're having a two-day event here at our retail stores and our warehouse where you can come hang out with Stephen and I. We are going to have a cocktail party at our home store on Friday the 29th with a meet and greet with some other Instagram friends. Then we are going to move over on Saturday during the day to our warehouse where you'll get to see a preview of our holiday collection, some of our holiday collection, and shop that. Um, We're going to do some fun demos and giveaways and all of that. It's going to be fun. So much it's a fun. a party. A party. And then that evening, the 30th, um, we are going to wrap it up at our garden store with another cocktail party. And we're going to do a fun um, bouquet bar. Oh, and there. I confirmed. Contractor Kyle's vis- is going to make a, oh, an appearance. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so shirtless? <laughs> yeah. Can we get him shirtless? <laughs> I'm sure I can do that. So make sure you grab your ticket. Again, it's down in the show notes or visit the nested fig, F-I-G, thenestedfig.com, and come hang out with us for a couple of days. And Greenville's a really cool town as well. We'll have um, a hotel block um, reserved, and we'll have you know places for you to eat and that sort of thing. Things uh, to do. Things it's going to be fun. So, yeah, really fun event. So, thought I'd let you know about that before we exit out of here today. And as always, leave us a re- review wherever you're listening to us. It really helps us out. And our hotline number. Our hotline number. Numbers 864-982-5029. Text us or leave us a voicemail. And we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.